You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny, recorded August 16th, 2015. I am Brian Kilby, and with me, I have the man himself, the John DeLuna. John, how is it going? Yo, it's uh, it's going very well. How are you, sir? Not bad. Uh, we missed a week because we couldn't really get our I, – I couldn't get my – schedule in line yeah would you go to dragon ball z or something i went to see that and uh, a couple other things um in during the normal time and yeah i'm sorry that's okay you and everybody else apparently went to dragon ball z i I, read where it like per theater it's like the biggest movie of the year uh (laughs) uh so they opened up a second showing at the theater that i for the time that i went to go see it uh the theater was full of course it was the small theater that they you know, give really small movies too, but um, it was it. You know, uh, the, it was awesome. It was electric. It was really cool because everybody in the theater knew all of the characters, knew everything, and uh, they laughed at the stuff that was funny that was supposed to be funny. Uh huh. And it was just a really nice experience. I'm jealous. Totally unlike the Fantastic Four viewing I saw when people were laughing at all of the really terrible jokes and applauded at the damn end of the movie. They should laugh at themselves for buying a ticket. I yeah, it was that was a terrible movie. It was basically the movie that we got was basically all of the reshoots. <laughs> okay, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I've read a little bit about that movie. I think um, I think I may want to see it. I definitely want to see it just to experience it. But uh, I can't decide if it's worth it going to the theater to experience it in the theater or just waiting for the inevitable like three dollar DVD. This December, it's uh, it's it's one of those things that's not terrible at any one scene. Uh, it's not like you can't just sit and watch and laugh like the Turkish Star Wars or something. But in total, it's it's garbage, and uh, I think you should see it just for that. Sweet, yeah, sweet. Hey, so uh, not a whole lot going on with me. Uh, I sort of one thing I, I want to point out. I've changed a, changed up a couple of things. What I've been trying to do, as I've pointed out, I've been trying to do a little more, do a little more, do a little more as time goes along. So um, I talked about changing up my lunch uh, through the week, and that's something I, I haven't kept to 100%, but I've been keeping to it pretty well. But one thing I I haven't really changed up is my breakfast until this past week. And uh, now I think I'm going on a a solid week um, eating oatmeal for breakfast, even on the weekend when I can easily cheat. This uh, yesterday and today, I had oatmeal Hmm. and it was pretty good. I'm actually to the point where I look forward to it. So is it just oatmeal or something else with just just oatmeal? Anything in the oatmeal? Uh, it's uh, maple and brown sugar. Uh, I'm eating two packs of it, so it's 320 calories. Wow. And uh, it's pretty darn tasty, and it keeps me full for the until lunch. And uh, I assume it's pretty good uh, fiber, right? Uh, oatmeal yeah. is very high. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's like three grams per packet, so it's like six total. Okay, keeps the uh, keeps the inventory moving, right? It sure does. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like that. And another thing I changed up. So uh, I changed jobs at the office oh, about a year and a half ago. And I went from a place that was very easily accessible. When I say easily accessible, I, I mean it was in the basically the middle of the building uh, from the uh, for the stairs. So if I was on the first floor, I could go up a couple. Or if I was on the fifth floor i could go down a couple and i basically always took the stairs uh in the old job but the new job i'm five stories up and i don't really want to go up five floors 
uh, each time I take the stairs. So I've mm-hmm. kind of reverted to being a, an elevator person. Mm. Yeah, so I... So it's okay. I, yeah, but, you know, I, I need to... Uh, I really need to get back into the habit of taking the stairs because I've noticed it's a lot harder. Like, uh, I, used, I used to have no problem doing um, three floors... Uh, if I wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, w- same basic weight roughly uh, as, you know, before. But the difference is uh, I just don't do it all the time. So I've made a point to uh, walk at least uh, – well, actually, uh, I've got a system. So I-, I walk the stairs at least twice a day now. Um, and whenever I have to go up uh, less than three floors, I always make a point to t- uh, do the stairs instead. But I have started off in the morning – Walking two flights, walking two floors on the stairs. Then in the afternoon, uh, I do three, and then I have basically I'm basically upping that one uh, each week. So next week it'll start three in the morning, four in the evening, and then it will move from five, uh, basically up to five. I think I'm going to just stop at five, mm-hmm. but I'm going to continue that every day, twice a day, so that I get in, you know, five ten floors a day. Um, and who knows? I may I may up that, but I just want to make make sure that you know if 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 my coworkers want to go up to the top floor for something or the bottom floor, and they want to take the stairs, I hate being the guy that's like, oh, well, can we just take the elevator instead? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I hate being that guy. So, um, and I, I don't want to get embarrassed if I have to go up five floors. I don't want to be like, <sighs> you know, I don't, don't want to be that guy. Yeah, so. Either. So, um, yeah, you know, it's been, it's not been easy. So like I did five, so I, I, I'm never somebody who can, uh, moderate myself. Mm-hmm. So my first day of three, three flights, I actually did five. Uh, so, so you're already off plan. I'm already off plan. Uh, so I, I'm terrible, but, uh, so it, it basically, you know, it, it's a big office with a lot of people. So what, what I did is I, I went up three and then I walked over to a break room you know, just really tired. <sighs> but I, I pretended that I was looking for something in the vending machine and didn't see it so, to basically get a breather. And then <laughs> after about two nice. minutes of that, I walked back and did the, the next two. And uh, I've kind of been doing that. So, okay. um, but yeah, I just, you know, it's kind of self-conscious, kind of embarrassed. And uh, I want to get back to the point where I can, you know, do the stairs, no problem. I mean, I, I would love to have a Stairmaster or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. And just basically, I would love to be able to like walk up twenty floors and barely, you know, be uh, winded. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. But I am absolutely making an effort to do the stairs more, and not yeah, ju- yeah. And not just for the not just for like locomotion or you know moving from place to place, but just for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on your way though, right? Yeah, yeah. Baby steps. Hey, um, while you were talking about the virtues of oatmeal, I looked up some tips from Consumer Reports. Consumer Reports, we can all trust them. I think maybe. I think. On um, on breakfast itself, and so yes, guys, if uh, if you had any doubts that breakfast was the most most important meal of the day, <clears throat> have no have no doubts because I've got five good reasons here according to Consumer Reports on why eating a good breakfast is a good idea. Number one, it may protect your heart. So, in a recent study, a 2014 study that involved almost 27,000 men, that's a pretty good sample size. Uh, researchers found that uh, those who didn't eat a morning meal were 27% more likely to develop heart disease than those who did. <clears throat> so there you go. Number two, it might lower your risk for type 2 diabetes. So a morning meal may help you avoid fluctuating glucose levels, which can lead to diabetes. A study of almost 30,000 men found that not eating breakfast raised the risk by 21%, even after taking into account their body mass, what they ate, and other factors. 
number three, it gets you moving. So in another recent study published by the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, people who ate breakfast were more physically active during the morning than those who didn't. That might be because a temporary increase in blood sugar gave them more energy. Uh, it's interesting to note that those who ate a morning meal consumed more calories over the course of the day than breakfast skippers, but they didn't gain weight because they were more active. Uh, two more. So uh, let's see here. Number four, it might give you a mental edge. Research involving adults and children have indicated that breakfast might enhance memory, attention, the speed of processing information, reasoning, creativity, learning, and verbal skills. I'm not sure what's left. Uh, scientists at the University of Milan in Italy reviewed 15 studies and found some evidence that those benefits might be a function of the stable glucose levels. It's that glucose, again, that a morning meal provides. And then the last reason, number five, it might uh, keep your weight down. So although more than 100 studies have linked eating breakfast with a reduced risk of obesity, researchers point out that those studies are merely observational and thus don't prove that the meal keeps you from gaining weight. <clears throat> However, more solid evidence comes from randomized controlled trials. One study of that type published in the journal Obesity, there's a journal called Obesity, found that overweight people who were dieting and ate more calories for breakfast than dinner lost more weight than compared with subjects who ate larger evening meals. Uh, but other trials have been inconclusive. Uh, a study published by the uh, American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that eating or skipping breakfast had no effect on weight loss, although it may have been too small to be meaningful. So there you go. Um, dig in when you wake up. Wow. Yeah, I, I noticed <laughs> eating breakfast, I feel smarter. I started doing more differential calculus after breakfast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And faster and just I'm better. I'm much better at it, yeah. You're just better. You're like a TI-81, right? Just a walking... Oh, yeah. I definitely, I'm definitely an 81 and not like an 86 or an 85. They still do those. Oh, I don't know. Nope. Yeah, I think the only reason is because schools require it. They probably have some sort of agreement with Texas Instruments that they'll sell, that they'll require those. I mean, otherwise, why not just use your phone? Yes, which they all have. Yeah, I mean, there are apps that do just about everything, uh, and, unless there's some sort of TI Basic program that the, the school requires you to run. But mm. I certainly, my school certainly didn't require any specific custom TI program. Mm -hmm. But I, I did like I did like writing in TI Basic though. That was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, Brian, don't ever change. Hey, uh, one of the things that I noticed related to that kind of t talking about like. Um, how we're dinosaurs and kids learn in a completely different way. Um, for work, I buy a lot of kids' backpacks for promotions and things that we do We do at work. Um, that product is not directly related to what I sell at my uh, company, but say you buy like 20 of my widgets, you might get a free backpack because my widgets are branded for kids. So anyway, so I buy a lot of, um, uh, a lot of backpacks, high-volume wholesale stuff, and I noticed um, – when they came in a couple years ago when I first started doing this, that they were a lot uh, thinner, not as deep as I remember. And so just out of curiosity, I asked the, um, the backpack uh, company, <clears throat> hey, I noticed that the, uh, the backpacks are – they're not deep. That, you know, there's not a, lot, uh, not a lot of volume that you can put in the backpack. And they said, yeah, that's become a thing now because kids don't use books anymore. It's just a laptop and tablet. So the shape of backpacks have changed, Brian. Since we were kids, because books aren't really a thing anymore. So yeah, I've noticed that too. Uh, my wife and I were buying up um, 
School supplies to donate to the local school. There's a little, a little competition at work, so we we bought up about $125 worth of crap, you know, um, humble brag. And uh, this the, the backpacks are teeny tiny. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, different time, man. Different time. Hey, I've got a quick update, too, before we go on uh, CrossFit. So I don't know if I told you this on, on a Get the Skinny show. Uh, but uh, I learned that my first night at CrossFit was basically a test, uh, kind of a proving ground kind of thing. Where at the end of at the end of day one, class one for beginners, the workout that they give you at this at this CrossFit um, company group box, whatever, it's it's inordinately harder than anything you'll do ever again in the fundamental classes because they're using it to classify you based on fitness. So so it was a timed exercise and they look at your time and they note like how close you are to dying at the end of it. <laughs> and then they classify you as a person like is this is this person fit? Is this person not fit at all? Is this person probably going to make it in the regular class? Is this person never going to show up again? And and I think and they apparently put you in these buckets and they apply their resources according, accordingly. So I thought that was interesting. If not, uh, a little scumbaggy, but uh, but that was also inf- inside information I wasn't supposed to know. Anyway, interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I don't disagree with it. It's a little cold-blooded, but uh, but I get it. If you're going to have like waves and waves of people going into this thing, you can't really treat them all with uh, with white gloves. You know what I mean? It is a fitness class, so everybody is a little bit different, and some people are going to be – good at it and there for three or four years and some people are going to do <clears throat> just what they paid for and then disappear forever so i get that shouldn't you be like dead tired at the end of it though what? yeah you should but there's probably a difference between like being dead tired and um like in need of an ambul- ambulance and dead tired and you know just sucking on water and <clears throat> clearly looking like you know within 20 minutes you're going to bounce back you know i mean there's a difference between being uh, well, uh, put it this way. Uh, yes, you should be exhausted, but you shouldn't be incapacitated. So there's a difference uh, for sure. Man. And, uh, you know, I was okay. I, even though I couldn't talk for an hour, I wasn't like – I wasn't calling for like the, you know, <clears throat> for the uh, EpiPen or something like that. I never thought I was doing like a really good exercise or workout unless I – at the end was either passing blood or throwing up. So You're so hardcore. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Though I, I have done both of those after after awesome. workout. Awesome. <laughs> you should uh, you should totally throw up on your um, on your new like homemade equipment just to break it in. Yeah, I'm actually I I, I started on a couple other things. I, I'm you know I, honestly I, I'm really enjoying enjoying just dreaming up stuff and building it more than you know sometimes using it. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm building a dip station. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. So we uh, actually. I have only done like dips uh, one time in CrossFit. It's interesting, but they do the ring dips. So like with the Olympic, uh, the Olympic gymnastic kind of rings mm-hmm. instead of an actual like rigid uh, railing or uh, bars. Um, these are rings that are kind of um, they're secured by uh, by straps, and so they're, they they swing around and all sorts of stuff. So you really have to balance yourself. It's pretty interesting doing that. The the thing that I'm enjoying most about uh, CrossFit at least at this point is. Even though I haven't started the real classes, that we're learning, we're learning Olympic uh, lifts, and um, 
you know, I won't go into detail on the podcast about the different Olympic lifts, lifts because, uh, well, one, I'm learning them, so I can't really talk <laughs> in, in, you know, <clears throat> at an expert level about them. But they're interesting. So if anybody, if anybody's curious about like the different Olympic lifts, and there's only a handful of them, really, um, look them up. They're interesting. Most of them, you know, are kind of um, based on a squat. Uh, they start with the lower body, and it's a good core workout. They're interesting. They're not easy to learn, especially kind of in mid mid aged uh, people like me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've kind of got my my body's kind of locked into a certain range of movement, so it's fun. It's fun, but it's not easy. And uh, and the last thing I will say about uh, about CrossFit is um, the instructor, I guess, had been asked a few times by our beginners group. Well, uh, uh, you know, asking about the um, about the workout routine that we do, do we ever work out abs? Because we don't do sit-ups or anything like that, um, crunches and things like that. Not really. And, uh, and her response was, yes, uh, we work out abs because everything we do is working out your core. Yeah. So even though we're not sitting there doing 100 crunches, basically everything you're doing, you need to keep your core tight and you're working out your core more than – Obviously, if you were just standing there doing curls, so it is a full body workout, and um, I think I think that's a good reminder that good full range motion movements uh, work out lots of parts of your body, and you know thinking that you do have to do things like a hundred crunches a day or a hundred curls a day to build up specific um, sections of your body that's not always a good philosophy because one you'll burn out. Um, and, uh, and two, you can just flat out injure that part of your body. So concentrating to that degree on a, on a part of your body, probably not a great idea. You do want to mix in some more kind of full body, full range of motion movements here and there. Yeah. Uh, I wish I'd known that years ago. Yeah. Are you paying the price on any part of your body for stuff like that? Uh, I have paid the price. I think most, I think now, since I'm not working out those certain areas of my body, uh, like I've injured my – like I used to do – was it 1,500 crunches a day? Some ridiculous number. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed that you just could do that, period. It wasn't 1,500 straight. It was – it started out – I started out at five and like – in sets of five. Then I got to where I could do one – I could do 100 nonstop. And I think – I think I did – I I – I don't think I did 1,500 a day for a long period of time. I did 500 a day for a long period of time. And I did 1,500 for a short period of time. And I'm like, screw this. I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. But I was, doing, I was doing 500 a day for quite a while. And it was Man. pretty awesome. How long did that take? Uh, 30 minutes, something like that. That's pretty, that's pretty hardcore, dude. Well, I was insane. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I'm not going to. I'm not going to challenge that point. I'm just uh, I'm just confirming that uh, that was impressive. I, w- I want to get uh, so what what wrestlers do is the Hindu squats, and I never really got into that. I wish I had. And uh, I think I, I think Can you explain that one. Uh, so um, basically, my best understanding, you, you basically it's a weightless squat. You you basically you're standing up, then you drop down you know your um your core your core torso stays vertical uh your knees buckles not right bend and you brush the ground with your fingers and you come back up and i know a lot of wrestlers would do 500 of those you know a day that was a normal 
That was a normal, mm. like, way. That, I think that's basically how Ric Flair stayed in shape. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that his cardio in particular, not just like his strength, like I, I assume that's a little bit mix of both, but people would marvel about his, his cardio specifically. Yeah. Yeah, pretty impressive. Well, that's all I really have this week, John. Hey, that's all I've got, but, uh, but I enjoyed it. This was another, another flying GTS. It was pretty awesome. Well, we will be back next week, and uh, it'll be pretty awesome because John DeLuna will be here. And so I'll be will here Brian. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, John. Me too. We'll see you next week. This has been Get the Skinny. 